Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Lehman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. You know what I hear? Do you know what I hear? It's the sound of predictability. Yes, the show did not go <laughs> off the rails within the first 30 seconds of the show. Are you suggesting that I'm dull, Mike? I'm not suggesting that, I that you're dull. do the same thing. No, no. All I'm suggesting is that you know we have a format and you stick to it. That's true. That's true. Yes, I am a, a creature of habit. That's for sure. <laughs> but but while we're talking about our good buddy Nikolai, I I listened to the episode. I quite enjoyed it. I I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and then that's why. Surprise, Chris. You're off the show. Nikolai is coming in right now. <laughs> yeah. Why is he on the screen now? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I got to admit, like he did he did a much better job than I thought he did, which may, doesn't doesn't mean that I thought he was going to do terrible. <laughs> I was going to say, wow. <laughs> but like I, I, I said to Laura, even after after we did the recording, I said, she's like, oh, how did it go? And I'm like, I asked him to give me advice for Chris because he's like a two dad dad and i was expecting like don't have a second kid which he did say as a joke but then he gave like super good advice (laughs) and i was like that might be the best advice that anyone on this show has ever given (laughs) well i mean let's not go that far but Uh, but i i agree i i said the exact same thing to tiff because she listened to it as well obviously and you know we said yeah like he came off very entertaining, but also very sincere. Like the the advice was a very sincere man to man advice, and not just yeah, don't have another one, or you know, run for your life, or whatever, and end you know, end the story right there. It was good. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a good time, and I mean, like I said, it's up to you if uh, if I'm away during during moving season which is oh steadily approaching yeah, if you'd like close. to if you'd like to use him or just call up your brother because that's probably easier to set up <laughs> <laughs> yeah or my wife we could have takeover three you know takeover you never know. three yeah. there you go if Why she's not? willing obviously there's differences now than it used to be but it probably will be like are, are both children asleep then i want my time <laughs> yeah maybe maybe yeah <laughs> or we'll just have it with with baby wes he can be right there and uh you know, if he cries in the background, then so be it, you know? See, I want to know what he thinks about the PlayStation Vita store closing. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny, Mike. We, uh, this, I don't know, it was nothing related to PlayStation, but I got our census papers today for Canada and I filled it out and it's like, you know, all the people in your household. It's like, oh yeah, four. And it's like, what's their birthdays? Oh yeah, seven days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like make sure it's like, should I put him in? Like, I'm not too sure, you know, what you're supposed to do, but uh, it was all, it was all explained. And yes, he was supposed to be there. He didn't have many follow-up questions. Let me tell you, I don't know if you did the census or not, but no, uh, we had the, the mail come in and it was last week when I was still watching William and Laura's like, I'll just take this. And she took it. And I don't know what happened to it after that. I (laughs) assume she filled it out, but I might be wrong. Right, right. Okay, I gotcha. So, so yeah, now that all that preamble's out of the way, how is everything? Good. It's it's, honestly, it's good. I mean, I'll, I'll get through the whole story and stuff, but for me, ultimately, things are unchanged prior to Nikolai's excellent advice. 
We decided to also go man-on-man defense, so I am living on Ben's schedule and Tiff is living on Wes's schedule, which means, you know, if if we're talking about kind of like percentage of time, I'm probably like 75% Ben, 25% Wes, and Tiff is like 95% Wes and 5% Ben, that kind of deal. Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, yeah, I'm still going to bed at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, you know, waking up at six o'clock every morning with Ben. So I'm getting sleep. I don't feel all that tired. There, there was a couple of the early nights I was obviously getting up to help Tiff because she had, you know, surgery and everything like that. But, you know, she's more mobile now, so I don't need to worry about that. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like it's been the last year. You know, it's, a, it's, it's sort of strange. It's sort of strange. Honestly, it feels easy. And you know, I can hear my wife cringe all the way from here, <laughs> but it is like the second kid so far is much easier than the first one. And I think it's a little bit of, you know, maybe Wes is just a little bit of a better sleeper than Ben. Primarily, it's probably because we're not starving him like we did with Ben the first couple weeks, right? Because, you know, we did be- breastfeeding with Ben, obviously with Wes too, but Tiff just honestly couldn't get enough supply. But, you know, there's no like, you know, meter on her boob that says you have fed your child three ounces or whatever, right? And you just, well, yeah, there's a little bit of milk there. I guess he got enough, but in reality, he didn't. So we kind of went into that knowing that fact. And, you know, when he's kept waking up just a little angrier than the time before and a little angrier than the time before that, it's like, okay, he's hungry. Let's get him the formula and we'll kind of go through there. So it's it's been good that boy likes to sleep let me tell you mike (laughs) we (laughs) trying to wake him up to feed him before he starves himself sometimes it can be a little challenge but uh, yeah mike so far so far so good that's for sure the uh hospital experience was much better let me let me tell you so the last time i mean if you guys want to go back and listen to episode eight be my guest but the coles notes is we went in at 9 p.m labored for 21 hours and then had an emergency c-section this time we went in at five in the morning baby was out at eight o'clock because it was a scheduled c-section so we were much more refreshed right off the hop (laughs) (laughs) and what a difference that makes i can imagine yeah because i mean you know what the hospital chair is like mike you know for, for the men it's it's not ideal. It's it's not a, a king size, you know, comfort mattress or anything like that. But I only had to sleep on it for one night because we were there for 36 hours. So we got in at, you know, first thing on Monday, we were out Tuesday evening, and which is crazy to me because it was a C-section, which is the major surgery and everything like that. But yeah, it was quick. And then yeah, got home and yeah, so I we were much more refreshed, which definitely definitely helps, and I think it helped Tiff a lot too. I guess without having doing the labor stuff, the recovery is much faster for the C section and all that type of things. So overall, it was a much more positive experience. There was a funny story. So with the COVID world, you have to go in two days before, and by you I mean Tiff goes in two days before to get her final blood work and to do her like last COVID test before she comes in. And she ran into her OB there who was like all excited to see her. I was like, oh, why are you here? You know, isn't your thing on Monday? And she's like, oh, I'm just getting my blood work. She's like, oh, yes, that's right. That's right. We changed all our stuff. And then she's like, well, what are you doing today? She's like, well, I don't know why. It's like, well, I do surgeries on Saturday now. Have you eaten breakfast? We could do it right now. (laughs) 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 It's like, oh, shoot. Well, I mean, and honestly, God, so Tiff said that she obviously had had breakfast because it was like 930 or something. But I swear, Mike, 
if she hadn't had breakfast, I would have been driving down there on Saturday morning. Because Tiff is that kind of person. Like, yep, let's just get it done. Let's just crank this thing out. But anyway, yeah, so it, it was good. Tiff really wanted me to let you know that I cut the cord, Mike. Oh, fancy. I did not do that last time. I did it this time. Very brave this time. Didn't see any of the surgery. They put that curtain up real high. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, so far, only I have seen what should yes, not be seen. Yes, only you have. Yep. It's amazing what you forget. What you remember, what you forget about the kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you, you go through it like, oh, I'm a veteran now. You know, I feel comfortable. And certainly there is a lot more like, yeah, just do this or just do that. Or, you know, you can't just carry around without a blanket or anything like that. Like, you know, certain things. But it's amazing the stuff that you forget. Or the stuff that's like, yeah, we did this all the time. Oh, wait, no, that was when he was like four months old. Like that first sort of six months kind of all blends in together when you bring them home. So, you know, stuff to look out for, Mike, if you're ever thinking of having another one. Ben is adapting well, although I think the daddy being at the hospital was a little bit like scary for him mm-hmm. because we obviously hyped up the fact that, you know, mommy was going to the hospital and she was going to get the baby out and stuff. And, I guess when we FaceTimed him the one night, you know, to show him his new brother, he was like, well, why is daddy there? Why daddy shouldn't be at the hospital? Why is daddy there? La, 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 la. So when I got him on the Wednesday, he was happy to see me, but also kind of like emotional. You know, like if you're watching like a sort of a sad movie and your eyes kind of like tear up, but you're like crying or anything like that. He was sort of like that, you know, where he was, I think, happy to see me, but also like, you know, how dare you leave me kind of deal. But overall, he is doing a really good job dealing with the new younger brother. He is trying to be helpful. And sometimes he is. And sometimes he, you know, almost kills his little brother and everything like that. Wes was in the bouncer chair and Ben was doing nice little bounces. And all of a sudden, real big, you know, rocking. That's like, no, 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 you can't do that. But no, for the most part, he's good. And he's, you know, loves to get him hugs and kisses and everything like that. So, yeah, he, he's doing well. And everybody's doing well everybody's healthy and yeah i don't know mike it's it's all it's all good feels easy i feel like the other shoe is going to drop at some point but we'll see i'm gonna ride it out for now yeah it makes for a much less interesting story than the original like i I mean not to say are you saying that my story was my god i didn't say predictable and now i'm boring (laughs) (laughs) what i mean is what i mean is is the the original story is like it's twists and turns and who knows what could happen but in this case it's like well we were scheduled to come in at five and we had the baby at eight which was scheduled and then we left the next day (laughs) you know yeah that's right and the home life is like a well-oiled machine you know Mm. we had everything ready ready to go you know like you know the first time you guys i'm sure got a lot of crap and bought a lot of crap that you never used once or you tried to use and it's like this is stupid yeah and you know the second time around you know yeah you don't need that you don't need this you know so we i don't know it feels like we're experts now and the one thing we're definitely not doing is i'm sure you did this with william too is you know, during the day, if it was if he was sleeping, you like you dim the lights and you keep everything quiet and you kind of whisper and all that type of stuff. Whereas this time around, it's like, that's too bad. <laughs> you know, you're going to be out in the sunlight. You know, your brother's going to be screaming and I'm going to be making a bunch of noise. And yeah, he seems to sleep through it anyway, which is good. But I guess that's why this, the second kids are always a little bit more well adjusted, right? Because you uh, you know what you're doing a little bit better. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. I feel like that's not going to be the case for 
everybody. Maybe I don't know if you're the exception or the rule, but maybe I, yeah. you know somebody. I, I know some families have some crazier times. I, I believe my nephew, my younger nephew, is a little crazier than my first nephew. At least that's what it seems to be. Sometimes I hear right, but, right. So. Yeah, no, it sounds like you you guys are off to a good experience to start with, and uh, that's great. And I'm happy to hear that everybody's doing well and and happy and healthy and and hanging out and you know just having a good time, enjoying that family <laughs> life together. Yep, yeah, it's pretty good, Mike. But this is it for us, two, two and through. That's where we're at. Oh yeah. So what's the plan from here now? Is it like? Well, let's just really be careful. Or is somebody going in for a snip, snip? Oh well, no. The uh, the the required parts were removed already. Oh wow. Okay. It was just kind of a well. You're in there. We're going to take care of this, eh? Basically, yeah. Because originally I was going to get it done. I was going to get a vasectomy later on, and or not later on, but you know, nowadays. <laughs> I'm talking as if it was like six months ago. But yeah, the OB said, well, you know, while we're in there, we can just cut your tubes out of there. And it's, I guess it's actually, I don't want to say healthier, because I, I, I'm sure keeping everything intact is healthier. But I, I guess it's a fairly high cancer area for women, like sort of like ovarian, the tube section. I am not a doctor. I did not do research on this. All I know is that it is, it's, it's a cancer risk. So Tiff was happy to have them removed. It only added, I think, literally five to 10 minutes to the surgery time. Mm-hmm. So while, yeah, it was basically, yeah, while I'm in here, I'm just going to yank this out and yank that out. And and that was it. So yeah, we are done. We, we had a lot of discussions leading up to it, but I think both of us would have been okay with another kid, especially knowing what we know now. But really, it was my age that was playing into it. I, I've never wanted to be like that 40 year old dad to a newborn, you know, like I, right, right. You know, like you got to have energy to keep up with them. And I feel like when they're teenagers, not that you're ever in touch with your teenage children, but you're just going to be so far out of the loop, you know? So I, I don't know. I, I never wanted to be 60 at my kid's high school graduation. You know, I have a big mental block about that. So that was ultimately why uh, I think we decided to pull the plug. And Tiff was fine with it, too. Obviously, she has other medical concerns and stuff as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Interesting that you're just like, well, it's over. But I mean, like, obviously, you guys had those discussions beforehand. And it's not like I was privy to those discussions. <laughs> well, I should have looped you in, Mike. I mean, I mean that was really? silly of me to not include you in these these life decisions. You like know? the decision list should go you podcast co-host wife. Like it really should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. See, I have the decision with between Tiff and I. It's like, how much would you be OK with me sharing on the show? Oh, okay, that much. All right. Well, we'll, we'll go that far then. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to don't want to embarrass anybody or, or say anything too sensitive. I guess you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, in the interest of not saying anything, anything else that could get someone in trouble, I suppose I could talk about William's big week last week because it was a big week for William, even though obviously what you guys did was a little bit bigger. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. So last week, William had his first sleepover without mom and dad. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. William stayed over at grandma and grandpa's and he stayed over for at grandma and grandpa's for a few reasons. And the first was we were getting our vaccines. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Laura and I, we went and we got our our first shots on Wednesday and it was kind of like, okay, well, obviously like 
it's not going to go well if we take William to the to the get the vaccines because we we if you remember I mentioned a while ago that Laura had because of her medical needs they said that we could go get our shots early. Well, funnily enough, a couple of days after we got our shots, our area was identified as a hotspot area and they opened a clinic like two blocks from here. Oh, nice. That's <laughs> On, convenient. <laughs> it was, but we'd already we'd already made plans and appointments to go to Smithville, which uh, is okay. not close by. Like it is it is, but it's it's the difference between a two block walk and a 45 to an hour minute drive. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it's close, but not that close. Not as yeah. close. Yeah. yeah. So we, we went out to Smithville and, and got our, our shots there. And of course, as I mentioned too, I'm Laura's caregiver. So I got mine as well. And it was so funny because we were all worried about like, oh man, like what if they turn you away? Because we actually were told that if we called them and said, hey, because of Laura's medical issues, we can get the second shot moved up because our second shot is like the middle of August. It's like, I don't know. It's the end of August. It's like, it's like four months or something. Yeah, it's it? like yeah. the 25th of August. And we were basically told, OK, if you call back like next week, you can get your shot moved up because of your medical needs. So Laura calls them and the first person she talks to is like she, Laura tells her she's like, yeah, guy told told me to call and blah, 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 blah. And her response was, um, uh, <laughs> and Laura hung up on her. Okay. Because she was like, I'm not, I don't have time to deal with whoever this is. Like this rocket scientist, I don't have time to deal with. Right. So she calls back and the next person she talks to tells her that she doesn't qualify for the shot. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I I must qualify for the shot. I'm already getting one. And and that person was like, well, I don't think you should have got one because you shouldn't qualify. Right. right. And Laura's like, oh, what the hell? So after that, like she hangs up on that person, too, because she was just like, anything I could do to stop you from getting your shot, I'm going to do. So Laura's like, I don't need to talk to you. So she's like, whatever. We'll just get the shot and, and see what happens. So we're all worried that when we go to get the shot that, you know, we're, we're going to go and they're going to turn us away. Mm -hmm. and, and it was literally like, OK, so I, I can tell by looking at you that you're not part of the the age range. What is the reason that you're getting a shot? And Laura's like, I have a doctor's note. And the girl's like, OK, and checks her off. And she's like. Do you want to read it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we were all like, yeah. woo. So yeah, not worth the argument. That's no, right. no. So it, I, I mean, I guess at this point, they're just like anybody will take anybody. You're here. You have an appointment. I don't care. Go. Mm -hmm. So they were like, and you're going to. And I'm like, yep. And they're like, and it's because you're her caregiver. And I'm like, yep. And they're, they're, they had they didn't even check. They were just like, whatever <laughs> you go. Like they check the office. They check my ID and everything because obviously they have to keep a record of, of who's gotten what and when. But, you know, they, they made no effort to be like, OK, well, why are you blah, 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 blah. They were just like, you're here for her. Yep. OK, go. And so so we go in, we sat down, we both got our shots. Um, Laura got a photo uh, like she's like, take a picture of me. And I'm like, OK, so I'll take a picture. And then she went and she took a picture of me. And it's the ugliest damn picture of me. Like I was not ready to get my picture taken at all. I had this <laughs> terrible like my hair is a mess. Uh -huh. I'm wearing I'm wearing a Mortal Kombat T-shirt. My arms are white. Like it's like Casper the Friendly Ghost is getting his injections. Like it's, <laughs> it's the worst photo of me in the world. And on top of that, 
I, I, I get the, I get the shot. And she's like, there you go. You're all done. And I'm like, that's it. She's like, yep. I'm like, After all that, I kind of wished it hurt more. You know, like, does that not make sense? Like, what were you expecting necessarily? I was expecting- like, where, like you, they put the needle in and like a light shines down. On <laughs> no, but I was expecting to feel the needle because right. I didn't. It was like somebody had just gone up to me and been like, poke, you know, like, like if somebody had just like tapped me on the shoulder or something. What was the last shots that you got? I got my flu shots. Yeah. Like, like okay. Aside, aside from flu shots, what was the last sort of vaccination? Like a, maybe a tetanus shot or measles update, know. anything like that? I got, I got updates when William was born. That was the last time I got a shot. Okay. I was going to say, because I've, I've gotten a couple, like the tetanus one, maybe a couple years back. And yeah, you don't feel needles anymore. And it's yeah. like, I don't know if when I was a kid, I was more sensitive to it, or maybe just the needles were thicker. But yeah, nowadays the flu one always stings a bit, but uh, the rest of them, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, technology has been great. I will say that we got lucky; we had uh, no side effects whatsoever, either of us. I know that my mom and my brother—they both got. We all got the Pfizer. My brother got Moderna, I think. I can't remember. Either way, my brother and my mom also said that they felt like they were hungover after they got their shot. For both Laura and I. It was like, I feel fine. And then I'd lift my arm up to here and he'd be like, ow. And that would be it. <laughs> you know, like right, if, yeah, I, if, I lifted my, if I lifted my arm too high, then it hurt. And that was really it. And so we actually ended up because just in case, just in case the the we did have a bad reaction to the shots. Laura and I actually took the next day off. So that was the other reason that William had gone to grandma and grandpa's to stay over was because if we were sick, it was like, we can't watch him and be sick at the same time. And then on top of that, the people who bought our house were coming to do measurements. So we had to clean the house as well. So right. we can't clean the house and have William running around and all this stuff. So he stayed at grandma and grandpa's from Wednesday morning until Thursday night when we picked him up. Oh, nice. A nice break. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was nice. And it was so funny because like we dropped him off and, and we just kind of had our day and we went and got our shots and. And it was so funny because we came home and we bought ourselves like, of course, you're going to we just got our shots. I went and got five guys for dinner, you know, like it was like, yeah, let's celebrate, you know, let's get some junk food. And, right. and then we came home and it was like, OK, let's get ready to eat dinner. And Laura's like, do you want to watch trashy reality shows on the couch where we eat dinner? And I'm like, yes, I forgot that we can do things, whatever, <laughs> you know, we can watch TV when we when we eat. So we brought our food downstairs and and we watched the circle finale while we ate our dinner. And then we we went to bed, you know, the usual time. And we were both like, man, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to sleep in. And we both woke up at three in the morning and couldn't fall back asleep. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> We were both like, is it because William's white noise machine isn't here? Is that the reason? Oh, could you like hear it through the wall or something? Well, or? normally we hear it through the wall, or okay. we also have a monitor up in case he wakes up and he starts making noise, right? So right, we yeah. hear the white noise through the monitor or through the wall, and we had nothing. It was just silence in the house, and I think that's the problem. I actually told Google to play some white noise, and it's it wasn't the same, so it didn't help. <laughs> and like you know, I, I tried every trick in the book that I could think of that would make me fall asleep, and nothing worked. So William slept nice and sound at grandma and grandpa's because I, I talked to them the next morning. I'm like, did he wake up at all in the night? And they're like, no, he slept. He he went to bed and he was out like a light the entire night. 
And I was like, wow, I slept and I woke up at three in the morning and didn't go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, Mike. Well, I can tell you, as somebody who's had many sleepovers, I've never once slept in the next morning because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just so hardwired, right? I'm sure you would have woken up at 630 anyway. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing was we, we got up because we got up at like six o'clock because we're like, OK, we're both just sitting here. Like, what are we doing? Like, we actually started watching TV yeah. at like 430 in the morning because we're like, what else are we doing? So we started watching like Superstore because we've been marathoning Superstore. Yeah. And we got up and we had breakfast. And then we finished breakfast and we're just sitting there and it's it was like five minutes because breakfast wasn't an ordeal because we weren't trying to get William to eat his breakfast for an hour. You know, like mm-hmm. breakfast was said and done in five minutes. And then it was like. Now what I it's it, it was like Laura turned to me and she's like, I understand why people who didn't have kids at the beginning of the pandemic were like, well, now I'm bored. Because that's what we were suddenly. It was like, <laughs> what do we do? We have nothing to do and nowhere to go. And we felt what they felt for the very first time. Meanwhile, like all this time we've been like, oh, those stupid kid, people with no kids. I hate them. You know, and it's like, this is what it was like for them. I'm living. I'm walking a mile in their shoes today. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I get the I get the comparison. I feel like I could have filled the time. <laughs> <laughs> well we did with, with enjoyable tasks we and did stuff like we that, did yeah. we did fill the time how many how many hours of uh ps5 got played a little bit not as ton not a ton not a ton because uh actually as a matter of fact our u-haul boxes showed up that day oh, okay. so so we started packing so we got our first bit of packing done so you can't tell because the door is closed but this entire back here room is already we've only packed up like that room and that room is full of boxes it's <laughs> it's crazy how much crap you have when it's like oh yeah i guess when you take all of the books off a shelf and pile them into seven boxes it's kind of like look yeah. at that That's and then all... those, those book boxes weigh about nine thousand pounds and... oh man like we got book boxes like i sincerely misjudged our our u-haul you know because i bought a uh if you go to the u-haul website you can buy certain amounts of boxes and like they have them set up where it's like, this is what we think you'll need for a house that's three to four bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, perfect. I'll just buy that. And then at the end, it's like you can add and subtract as many boxes as you want of whatever size. And and the thing that's great about U-Haul is if you don't use any boxes, they'll buy them back from you. So like, how could I lose? I'll yeah, only you don't use... have waste. Yeah, perfect. exactly. Yeah. I only use the boxes that, that I buy. And then very quickly, it became obvious that we needed more book boxes and that we needed more small boxes. We don't need more medium boxes because we have enough medium boxes that we could build another house out of. But <laughs> but like it was very, very obvious right away that it was like, oh, we need more small boxes. Oh, we need more book boxes. <laughs> we we could have we got five book boxes and I feel like we probably could have ordered 25 book boxes and it might not have been enough. How how big are the book boxes? They are it's maybe like a this, foot by a foot like a kind foot of deal. By, yeah, like it's it's not oh, big. Okay. And the thing is, it would be better to have book boxes for a lot of the stuff. Like I, I packed uh, the remaining video games because I was like, what am I going to pack? Because what am I not using? And then I realized all of my consoles are at my parents' house. So I have literally cases and cases of games that cannot be played because I don't have the consoles here. Right. So so it was like, well, why not pack those up? I had to pack those in a small box. And it was like, these boxes are so heavy and they only have like just a few video games in them. It's like 
those could have been in book boxes and been a much more, you know, better, easier to carry. Sure, sure. Yeah. It's the moment you start regret not getting movers to do all the stuff. I know. They would have known. They would have known. They could have looked at everything. Like, like movers are still doing, like, we had, we, we decided, you know, we're going to have the money. We're paying. We're paying the movers to move everything. Sure, yeah, of course. Yeah. When we when we move from the apartment to here, it's been a slow uh, procession of like, let's go a little bit higher. The first time we moved, we did everything, and it sucked. The second time we moved, we hired movers to move the furniture, and then we moved everything else, and it sucked. So this time, we're packing everything, and the movers are moving everything, <laughs> and it will probably still suck. And if we move ever again, I'm sure we'll pay someone to do everything. Yeah, to do all of it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Good job, Mike. Mm -hmm. But William had a a great time at Grandma and Grandpa's. Apparently, he ate every bite of every single piece of food that they gave him. And I'm just like, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, because they probably gave him real good greasy, you know, bread based stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, he he did really good. He, He napped well. Like he napped. The only problem that they had with any napping was the one night he was going to bed. He had a small freak out because he couldn't find Blue Bear because he was lost in the sheets. Ah, okay. Sure. Yeah. And and yeah. that was it. After he got Blue Bear back, out like a light. Perfect. Yeah. But he had a great time. He played with all the toys. My dad took my dad has a very nice camera and took a lot of nice pictures of him and and he had a great time. And well, that's and, good. Well, first of many, I'm sure, right? Now that the precedent has been set, maybe every two, three weeks, you know? <laughs> well, then he will probably be staying over the night of the move because we don't want to have to worry about him when the movers come and eat in the morning. Right, right. So, yeah, he might be staying over that night as well. And he's not staying over, but we've already booked the services of uh, aunt and uncle and cousins to watch him when the cable is being installed. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, there's a lot of fun things being grabbed uh, with, with a lot of fun plans for William in, in the near future. So Yeah, because when are you guys moving? Like three weeks? Three weeks we, or so? We get possession of the house on the 20th, and then we're doing reno stuff. Like we have painters coming in. We have a floor guy. Like we're, we're getting the floor redone upstairs because the carpets are like, the carpets are like 15 years old and they've been, you know, significantly taken care of. They've taken a beating. So we're we're swapping the carpet for for some laminate. And then we move in on the 4th of June. So by the 4th of June, we will be in the house. Right. So yeah, not much longer. Yeah. Very exciting, Mike. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And and I feel like I'm going to be living in a box fortress in the basement for for some time. Because as much as Nikolai's advice from last week was was do the thing that you want to do to your basement right away, I still have no idea what I want to do down there. So, <laughs> well, Mike, you got uh, three weeks to figure that out and then do it. Because there's nothing worse than setting up all your stuff just to take it back down. You know, to you know, paint the wall or to set up some sort of shelf or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we'll figure it out. Have you guys uh, have you guys thrown out much stuff? Throw out slash donated much stuff yet? So far, there's been some donations, but other than that, the most donations that have happened have been Laura taking books to the local little library, like this little house, you know, the little house library. Because like we can't donate clothes, like nobody will take them right now. So it's it's I mean it's COVID, right? So we can't really donate anything. And there's a few things we pawned off a few items on the new owner of the house. Nice. <laughs> we have two giant packs wardrobes, one in the kitchen. Well, not the kitchen, but like the main living room. Yep. Yep. Dining room area. You know, the big white one, which was like, we don't have a front closet. 
this is where our jackets will go. So we, we have one of those. That is going to the new owner. And also there's a brown one in our bedroom because our closet is small. And that is also going to the new owner. Nice. And we also asked them if they wanted our push mower because my new house has a very large lawn and this house has a very small lawn. So mm-hmm. we just we had just a teeny tiny push mower to do the, the lawn here. And we're like, do you want this push mower? And they're like, yeah. So we, we we gave a call to their realtor and said, hey, here's all the crap that we, we don't want. Do you want it? And they're like, yeah, we'll take all of it. Yeah. And we'll see if we decide that you know, what else can we give them before we go? <laughs> no, I always found moving was a perfect excuse to dump a lot of stuff that you never use and everything like that. I think we ended up between going to the dump and going to Value Village and stuff, we probably had like three trailers full of things, you know, just little knickknack stuff that you pick up and you're never going to use. There is some stuff that has to go to the the dump, especially there was a lamp that it was the lamp that used to light this office and they took it out. They moved it for the the showings to make the house look nicer. Like they're like, oh, we'll put it in here and it'll give more light to this room. And it broke when they oh, were moving nice. it. So now we just have this broken lamp sitting out here and I'm like, well, let's get rid of this stupid lamp. It's broken. Mm-hmm. Like, what else are we going to do with it? Yeah. So that's that's one thing that's going to get thrown out for sure. And I know there's a bunch of crap in the back, like in the sheds that can get thrown out. Like we have an air conditioner back there that was at the apartment that Laura's like, well, we'll see if we can sell it on Facebook Marketplace. And I'm like, I feel like a lot of pieces are missing from it. Right, right. Like, yeah. you know, the part that goes out the window because it's one of those move, well, those air conditioners that's on wheels and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of that is missing. Also, the the brown wardrobe that is in our room, it used to look one way and then we rearranged it when we moved here. So we took out a bunch of drawers and, and all of those drawers are just sitting in in the shed like what, what are we doing with those drawers like should we right. leave those drawers here for the new guy like i i doubt it also the, some of the rooms in the in the house especially the laundry room had like fluorescent light bulbs and i had no idea how to dispose of fluorescent light bulbs so every time one of them burnt out i just threw the old one in the shed so this like um like six light bulbs just <laughs> sitting in there because i don't know what to do with them yeah the dump's the place to bring them yeah 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 so these because there's a, they're, they're the big ones that you'd find in like you yeah, know you go to mcdonald's tubes, yeah. And, yeah exactly so yeah i'm like what do i do with these i have no idea they'll oh you're gonna donate them to now. a little uh indie wrestling company that can <laughs> do those oh, yeah those awful stunts Mm-hmm, for sure yeah so a lot of fun stuff to take care of before we move but well big changes for both of us mike my goodness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. should well, what should do you want to talk about what as i say should we about? talk something a little nerdy sure why not all right well i figured i mentioned this last week is that ongoing right now is the apple versus epic court battle Yes. And, and I'm like, there's some stuff that happened today, the day we're recording, but so much more is going to happen between now and when the episode airs. Why not just push it? We'll talk about it this week and there'll be a lot of fun stuff that gets yes. revealed because, oh my God, there's just so much happening in this court case. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. So one of the things I've been reading is basically the American justice system was not prepared for the video game industry. <laughs> no i would say i would agree with you yeah yeah so so right off the bat they had an audience which i didn't even know that they were doing zoom audiences at this point because i believe the entire case is zoom Mm -hmm. and so they have a zoom audience 
And then the Zoom audience is all like teenagers and they all start chanting free Fortnite, free Fortnite, free Fortnite, which, if you recall, was the the big epic, you know, when they when they launched their lawsuit, it was like they had that free Fortnite campaign. So those people were immediately banned from the court. <laughs> right. Yes, of course. So that, that was how they started the, the trial. And then from there, things just keep getting weirder and, and weirder. Perfect example is all sorts of wonderful like industry secrets keep getting revealed mm-hmm. by court documents. And and it's gotten so bad that there are like literally lawyers on the phone from like Sony and Microsoft and any other major publisher that are just sitting there waiting for some sort of court document to come up. And then they call in and they're like, can you not talk about line three, one, a whatever, whatever, because it's a reveal of a game that hasn't been announced yet (laughs) or something like this. Like there's all sorts of stuff that's gotten revealed that people are like, this is crazy. Perfect example is if you recall back in the day, there was the whole thing with crossplay and how crossplay wouldn't, wouldn't, be on PlayStation. So so Nintendo and Xbox were like, hey, we're, let's do crossplay on Fortnite. And then Sony joined in way later, if you remember. Well, some court documents include evidence of like Epic emailing Sony and Sony being like, hey, we still don't see how this benefits us. No. And then Epic being like, you guys will paint it like you're the heroes. And and you brought everyone together. And the, the, there's literally emails from Epic to Sony that are like, you're breaking up friendships because kids can't play together. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, and so, but then, then they came out and they're like, you guys will be the, he- we'll, we'll play it off that you guys are the heroes because you've decided to, to go with cross play. And, and one of the things that, that came up out of this is, which explains a lot, and, and and I'm not shocked that this exists, is that Sony has like a crossplay formula because they mentioned like early on when they when people ask them, well, why don't you support crossplay? One of the things that some executives said was, well, if people buy, you know, skins on the Switch and then play them on our system, then we don't make any money on that. Which I understand, but in sure. the interest of you know letting everybody have fun why wouldn't you do that well in the end they they said okay well let's do crossplay and anything you buy over there can show up over here that's yeah. fine as it turns out any cross buy game there's some sort of contract with sony that basically says that they will take the amount of hours that a person has played the game on the sony system and then the amount of money spent on the sony system versus it spent on other systems and if it falls below a certain threshold, Epic has to pay Sony more money. Nice. Yeah. It's a pretty sick deal. <laughs> yeah, it's a great deal for Sony, but and it it makes sense for them like why they did this, but at the same time, it's kind of shitty. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> That's my gut instinct as well, but uh yeah, business-wise, I get it. Yeah, like I mean, I see their point. When, you know, if, if you let people go elsewhere and buy everything and then play on your system, then and you make no money, how do you benefit? But at the same time, this document looks, just makes them look real shitty. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else got revealed that was just, I mean, that we talked about last week, Xbox, the whole thing with them changing their percentages in the storefront. They announced 
that they were changing their percentages at the PC store, but it came out in the Epic trial that they were going to do this on Xbox. And for whatever reason, they changed their mind. So that was something else that, that got changed as well. But like, there are just so many things that I keep seeing. Like I, I follow a lot of, you know, video game journalists on, uh, on, on Twitter and they keep pointing out little conversations that the judge is having with lawyers that are like, are you serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> perfect example. There was an exchange today, and it was the lawyer talking about Peely. Peely. Peely is the banana character in Fortnite. Okay. One of the skins is a banana with like sunglasses. Right, right. There is a version of Peely where he is wearing a suit and a version of Peely where he is just a banana. Mm-hmm. So today the lawyer is like, we wanted to, to talk about Peely and they're like, okay, well, what about Peely? And they're like, we decided to use this picture of Peely in a suit rather than have him be naked. Is that okay? And the judge was like, it's a banana. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Why? The, yeah, the judge hates himself right now. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know who the judge I, I, I believe is. It's a, I believe it's a woman. Yeah. Yeah, she's got to be like, oh, I hate my life because of that stuff. Like, I, I've seen, a, they had the, they had like the vice president of an Xbox there. And basically, she had to explain to them like the difference between an Xbox Series X and like a series, or oh Xbox One God, and no. what the Xbox for PC store is. And they're, they're, the judge was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what is this? And I've always said the naming scheme for the Xbox is so stupid, but apparently the judge felt the same. <laughs> but Kotaku has very nicely put together a list of some weird shit that came out in the Apple trial. So I'm going to I'm going to read some of these things off for you. Because, I mean, why not? Like, if they're going to put together a giant list of weird things for me, then why not? One of the things that they did is they had Tim Sweeney, who is the president of Epic. They had him, you know how, like, in court, when they're like, can you point out the man who attacked you? And they're like, there he is right there. Right, yeah. They basically did that, but they did it with consoles. So they had like Tim Tim Sweeney there and they're like, can you identify a PlayStation 5? And he's like, it's this one. <laughs> and then they're like, what about a Nintendo Switch? It's that one. <laughs> like, like, that was a, a thing that they had him do. Which wow, was, okay. Like, like, wow, okay. <laughs> Obviously, we talk about the free Epic Games because you, you know the Epic Game Store. They give away free games. Yes. Um, the total of how much money those games costs came out and also how much money people were getting paid. Like they have it. There's actually like a list of what people were getting paid for these, these free games. So would you like to know the game that was the most expensive game for Epic to, to, uh, to put as a free Epic game? I absolutely would love to know this. Yeah. It was uh, Batman. Oh, Okay. All right. Yeah, not not yeah. what I was expecting. Yeah. Batman <laughs> was $1.5 million for them to, to give away Batman for free, which is actually a lot lower than I would think. Like, I, I, I assume that for these deals to go through, they have to be giving away a lot of money. And really, like, $1.5 isn't that big. No, no, definitely not. The, the game that was the lowest, the lowest game for free was metro 2033 redux which i believe epic owns 
which cost them zero dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, because they own the studio, right? Yeah. Another closer, smaller game was Rhyme. I don't know if you know Rhyme. No, I do not. Rhyme's no. Rhyme's an, an indie game. It's very it's very good. Like, I enjoyed it. I've played it on on PlayStation. It's also very sad. But that game is uh, $45,000 is how much they got paid for that one. That's it, man. That's brutal. Yeah, especially <laughs> Just, after you hear about Batman. Well, I was going to say, 5, like these right? developers have got to be keeping an eye on this. Like, wait, they got paid how much? What, what, what was the check for us? You know, mm-hmm. especially looking at the because there's a list like there's literally like an Excel document of all the games that they gave away for free from like 2019 because it was September 2019 or something like that is when they, they first started giving away the free games. Yeah. I, I forget how much it is that they gave away because it's actually not printed here in this article. But basically, the, the free games are the 100% the reason why the Apex Store is still not profitable, is, is all the free games. But, but why? why? Why does it? Oh, sorry. It's a billion dollars. They spent a billion dollars on exclusives. Okay. I have, I, it's, a, it's a different article. It, it was just, I was like, I could have sworn it was in this article. No, it was in the next article over. So they've spent over a billion dollars on, on giving away free games on the Epic Game Store, which is why the store is not profitable. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Fortnite, it's made $9 billion between 2018 and 2019. <laughs> I, I know. I was going to say, I think Fortnite makes like $2.4 billion a year. They're yeah. going to be fine. They're yeah. going to be fine. So th- that was the whole thing. When, when I remember when the Epic Store first launched and there was a few other things that, they, that, that got launched, everyone was like, how can they give away all these games for free? It's because Fortnite is making money hand over fist. Yeah. And sure enough, here's the documents that say... Between 2018 and 2019, Fortnite made $9 billion, which is more than Disney paid for Star Wars and also more than what Microsoft spent on Bethesda. (laughs) So (laughs) crazy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you remember Borderlands 3? Do you remember that that was an Epic Game Store exclusive and it didn't go to Steam right away? I I have it. Yeah, I have it on Epic Game Store. yeah. Yeah, well, the Epic paid $115 million for that exclusive right. Man. That just that just feels like an incredible amount of money. It is an incredible yeah. amount of money. Okay, all right. Oh, do you remember when Xbox reversed its whole thing about making games like they're multi or they're free to play games, uh, not part of Xbox? You know the the Xbox Live. So they they are truly free to play games. Oh versus- yes, that's right. You don't have to pay the online subscription service. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Well, it turns out Epic was part of that and it was basically like a big part of that happening was because epic went to them and said hey if if you do that like it'll be it'll look really good for you and we'll do it at the same time as our lawsuit to make it look even better because then you can come out and support our lawsuit and then we can like be a big team which is is pretty interesting Hmm. but the one thing that i i just don't even know how to talk about this one but one of the things that that came out in the trial is that it's very important that Nintendo's publishers do not work for the Yakuza. Oh, this is like a vetting thing that they do? Yeah, like it's 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 I guess whatever how it how it works out for whatever reason it's it's part of like Nintendo's guidelines that's like you cannot have any ties to the Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good life advice, I would say. Well, Mike, here's a question for you. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't been following it that closely. Why are Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony 
present in this trial? Is it because Fortnite exists on their platforms? Yeah, like because Epic does business with them, I think it has a lot to the fact of because because Apple at one point had like documents that were like we're not even the highest grossing medium for Fortnite. Like if you mm-hmm. look at documents, this was something else that got revealed is that forty nine percent of all money spent in Fortnite is in PlayStation. Forty nine percent, and Apple is like seven. It's like seven percent, right? And the one thing that I thought that was really funny was somebody pointed out, it was like, hey, everybody, all you Android people who make those Android phones that are like super gaming phones that have like buttons and stuff on the side. And then it was like people on Android playing Fortnite. It's like (laughs) (laughs) 0.5. Right. Yeah. Not a huge market there. No, no. But yeah, that's that's I think that's what most of this comes from is they're saying like, hey, you know, we're not even where the most money is made from this game. And also they're also pointing the finger at everybody else being like, Hey, these guys take the same cut as well. Like the PlayStation store is the same cut as the Apple store. The Nintendo store is the same cut as the Apple store. So that's how these guys keep getting brought in. And also like they're going through so many Epic documents. That's how all these other third party partners are being brought in. Like apparently there's like emails between Ubisoft and, and epic that have been published in this whole thing and it's like ubisoft who cares why is ubisoft <laughs> there like none of this makes sense no but, exactly exactly yeah pretty crazy pretty crazy trial and i feel like more will just come out of it and because it's i think it's supposed to still run for like another few days like oh i i'm sure it's gonna drag on forever and then whatever the verdict is they're going to appeal it and mm-hmm. it'll be a back and forth thing forever yeah but uh, yeah, that's a lot of the weird goings on in the Epic versus Epic Apple 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 versus Epic. There we go. What did I say? Apple versus Epic. I think that's what I said. Something like that. What do you th- What do you think the hopes are at the end of this whole lawsuit? I mean, we've been talking about little like bits and pieces and facts and, and everything like that. Like, what, what do you think the eventual outcome? of this is like are they just trying to drive that percentage down Uh, is that you know playstation microsoft all of them just getting them to go from that 70 30 to like an 80 20 or a 90 10 is that is that the ultimate goal do you think here i don't know because it seems weird if you're that's your goal is to get everybody else to do it why do you start with apple yeah i don't know maybe just because they're the most like well known i mean not that sony and microsoft aren't well known but you know, Apple is a very popular target for a lot of this stuff. So maybe that's why. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe Tim Sweeney hates Tim Cook. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Sweeney is an interesting fellow. I don't know if you ever read about him, but. Uh, no, I haven't. But like, just looking at some of the stuff that like. If, if it's about that, I feel like you would go after your other. You'd go after PlayStation. They, they, it says in the documents that they, they lose more money from PlayStation because PlayStation takes the same cut as Apple does versus how much Apple is taking like 49 versus seven. And you're going after seven, not 49. Like, I, I guess be- maybe it's one of those things where they're willing to sacrifice that 7%. But if they go after the 49% with Sony and then Sony says, well, you guys can go screw yourself. And then they lose half their income. I mean, I could see that being the case, you know? Yeah. Like it, I, Apple's kind of like that sweet spot. It's like it's big enough, 
but it's not too big, you know, that that maybe that's what it is. Maybe. I mean, it's not like it's stopping people from going after Sony. Somebody else has filed a clash of action lawsuit about to Sony about their store right now. I don't know if you heard about that. I only briefly did. I Mike, I've kind of been in you know, off the grid the last Probably, week. <laughs> yeah. Basically what it boils down to is up until a few years ago, you could buy digital games in stores for, right. for PlayStation. You could buy like digital PS3 and digital PS4 games. Well, they ended up taking those away. So the literally the only place that you can buy digital PlayStation store games is off the official PlayStation store. So there are some people who have said that they've created a monopoly and it's not fair that only they can sell their own games on the PlayStation store. And there's a class action lawsuit about that. Right. Okay. Okay. So I, I feel like this is going to be a thing with all these major consoles now, because they all do it right. You buy it off the Xbox store, you buy it off the PlayStation store, the switch store or sorry, whatever, sorry, the Nintendo store, the eShop. You know? Yeah. The eShop. Yeah. Mm hmm. In the end, the PC is the only neutrals party out there. <laughs> but is it? I mean, Steam, you're paying the same amount of money, right? Yeah, but you don't have to sell your game through Steam. Like that's the that's the one difference is you can install your game from a DVD if you still have a drive, or you can download it from like your website and just install it or wherever. It's just Steam is the most popular, like centralized spot to do it. It's true. I mean, there's all yeah. sorts of places. There's like Green Man Gaming and. Well, there's tons. I mean, I, I, looking at my desktop right now, Steam, Battle.net, Origin, Epic Games, Bethesda, Rockstar. Those are six launchers that I have. And that, you know, there's also games that exist outside of any launchers, right? So it, that's the nightmare that the PC people have to deal with it's right now. True. Is I have I have three launchers. I have Origin, I have the Epic Games Store, and I have Steam. And I actually will say, I have a second game on the Epic Games Store now. Oh. Another free one? Yes. They gave away Alien Isolation for free. So I grabbed oh, that, even though I have good. it for PS4, and I will more than likely play it on PS4 before I ever play it on PS4. Yeah, but at least you have it. I yeah. have it. Yes. That's pretty much my epic game. I log on once a week, download. All right. I'm never going to go on this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think on that note, then. Uh, that will do it for this week's episode of Part Timers, Full Time Dads. Happy to have you back, Chris. And I'm happy, happy to, to be hear, back, yeah. Yeah, and happy to hear that everybody's doing well and that fatherhood for the second time you're settling into pretty well so far. Yeah, we'll see what next week brings. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For <laughs> Could sure. be on like full full head of gray hair by that point in time. But yeah, uh, you're like shocked where your head is white. You know, like Ben just does something weird the one day. Exactly. I was like, going to say this is my last week of vacation, and then next week I'm back to uh, working again. Although it is work from home, they're saying it's going to extend until June now. So yeah, you know, that's that's good news for Tiff. Good news for me. Good news for me. William was back at daycare today, and I had my first day of just working, and it was so sweet. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we're hoping to get Ben into daycare later in the summer as like a part time kind of guy, because mm -hmm. I think he's getting a little bit lonely. You know, he's definitely he always sees kids at the park, and he's like, "I want to play with that kid." It's like I don't know if their parents are okay with this. We we went for a walk yesterday. And we told William that he was going back to daycare today. Yeah. And he was like, he started naming off all of his daycare friends. And we went for the walk. And as we were going for the walk, 
we start turning home and then he got really upset and we're like, what's going on, buddy? We're just going for a walk. And then we realized that he thought we were walking him to daycare. Right. Yeah. 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 This sounds no, about no, right. No. Daycare was tomorrow and well, today. Yeah. Today. Yeah, yeah. He was back at daycare and he had a great time and uh, we were really happy that he had a great time and that he was back at daycare. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, do you remember when I was ending the show? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it, Mike. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us, let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong. You can always send an email to the dads at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again. Assume.